Hello, this is Kate Magic and you're listening to the Raw Living Podcast. Raw Living is Europe's leading raw foods and superfood supplier. I founded the company in 2002. And in this interview series, I talk to some of the people behind uh, the companies that we offer on our shop to find out more about what they do. Um, what is the ethos behind the company and particularly not just the processing in the in the products like the ingredients they use and how they put everything together but also how do they show respect for the environment how do they treat their workers Um, most companies in this industry put a huge amount of integrity and dedication into providing products that are really benefiting uh, the people and the planet so I wanted to provide insights into that when you're shopping with these companies you're not just investing in your health you're investing in a better world for us all Today, my guest is Chris Story of Primal Alchemy. He'll be telling us about his inspiration for starting the company and the high levels of integrity and care he takes in selecting and presenting his products. Hi, Chris. How are you today? Very well. Thanks, Kate. I appreciate it. I appreciate you having me on and I'm super excited to uh, explore some of the Primal Alchemy range, the brand in a little bit more detail and give everyone that's listening uh, a little bit of a deeper insight into the workings here at Primal Alchemy, some a bit of the history, a bit of the philosophy and uh, yeah, see what our products can do for the audience that's listening. Yeah, so you're a brand new range to me. I don't know actually how long you've been in business. Do you want to start there? Like when did you start and what motivated you to start? Sure thing. So I've been in business now for roughly four years. It's been quite the journey. It's been quite the... well, that's, there's been a lot of challenges, trials and tribulations to overcome. I, I come from a background within a high performance sports consultancy, and um, I've got quite a bit of background within nutritional consultancy, strength and conditioning. I used to work on a cruise ship as a personal trainer, which allowed me to travel the world and, you know, observe um, different cultures, different, different philosophies of health of spirituality, of vitality, of um, just what the human experience is really about. And after I finished my con- my time on the cruise ships and my time within the sports industry, I was about 22 at the time. So I did cram it in at a, at a young age. And I was really w- wondering what to do with my life. And I went out to Nepal to um, work as a physiotherapist to do an internship out there as I was looking to go back to university and do a master's and PhD from there and while I was out there I really kind of found out that I wasn't really enjoying that um, I really wasn't really enjoying that job it wasn't really for me I didn't want to work for anyone I felt like I had mastered a lot of knowledge uh, over my years of traveling and just through my time as my time within the fitness industry and I felt like I was destined for more. And um, there was this one night where I was, well, I should preface that, sorry. I was, um, as I was having these feelings throughout the duration of my uh, internship, I decided that I should, you know, a little bit of a cliche as you do, where you go out to the Himalayas and you find yourself and you have a spiritual awakening. Uh, that's pretty much what happened to me. I, I decided that I would go out to hike yeah, the Himalayas, as you do. 
and I went out to a region within uh, Nepal called the Annapurna region, which is in the Western Himalayas. And while I was out there, I had a, what you would refer to as a visionary uh, mystical experience where I was shown my destiny. I was shown that everything I had done up to that point in time had led me to that specific point in time to be able to put me on the right path so that I could create a brand that would bring together everything that I had learned from both a, you know, a modern westernized science perspective, but also with the Eastern philosophical um, sort of esoteric spiritual perspective as well added in. And from that, from that point on, I was uh, pretty much obsessed with creating, creating this brand that would be like a, an assistant for the new age that we, that we would be entering into here on planet earth. And it, it was, it was a very strange coincidence because I went from having that experience. And then a few days later, I found myself at a, at a monastery and I was just, observing as you do you can't speak the native nepali language so i was just observing and i would i saw that they were consuming this black tar like substance and i was like oh, i wonder what that shit is it looks really interesting and uh i start, i asked around a bit and i found out that it was called shilaji and then i started uh, i went back to the the college that i was at that i was doing the internship and went into the they got a big library on ayurvedic medicine and i started to study ayurvedic medicine in depth and started to learn about this shilaji or this this tar that comes out of the himalaya mountains and how it's been used for thousands of years for um you know for health and vitality but it has a very deep esoteric spiritual aspect to it as well and I was like, all right, okay, so no one's talking about this over in the West. Like, there aren't many brands that are talking about this. I was very much balls deep into the supplement industry at the time. So I was um, very aware of what was what people were talking about, what the trends were. And I was like, man, I can make a brand that centers around all of this, uh, like Ayurvedic medicine, traditional Chinese herbs. And I feel, I feel like there's a place for it. So I started to do some digging and then, you know, within a year or two time, I came out with my first product, which actually wasn't a Shilaji product, even though I wanted it to be. And then I've just built the range up over uh, the past few years to where it is to today. Um, so here at Primal Alchemy, we don't just do um, health supplements. We, I, I refer to the brand as a visionary holistic health brand. Uh, it's all to do with unifying ancient ancestral wisdom with 21st century science and to create a line of essentially premium lifestyle optimization products that are here to what I, what the way that I say it is to actualize or and unlock our divine physical, mental, and spiritual potential. Awesome. <laughs> Quite the intro. <laughs> so tell us a bit about um, some of the products that you stock, which you start with your top three, which are your favorites, your personal favorites. Sure thing. So I would say, you know, the ones that you've got on your website, coincidentally, uh, happen to probably be, you know, the, the cream of the crop when it comes to the products that we offer. So the ones that you've got on are the Immortal Shilogy the Buddha gold and the Poseidon force. So if I was to start with the, um, the, the immortal Shilaji. So uh, for everyone that's listening that isn't familiar with Shilaji, Shilaji is essentially the result of a process called humification. 
of um, rich biomass that's been crushed together in the formation of mountain ranges for, for millions of years. So the, the, the cream of the crop, the, the best shilajit you can get is from the Himalayan mountains. So these were created by 50 million years ago. And what happens is that through that process of humification, the humic acids begin to by begin to form through all of the, you know, the, the earth, the decayed um, earth material, you could say, and it starts to seep out of the mountains and it has a very unique pro uh, property to it, a very unique compound called fulvic acid. And the fulvic acid has this unique ability to be able to dilate the cellular membrane. And when it dilates the cellular membrane, what it does is that it, then it increases the permeability of it and pulls in everything else that's with the shilajit. And the shilajit has like 84 um, trace ionic minerals in it. It has vitamins. It has uh, some very strong antioxidants in it. And um, that gets pulled directly into the cell, which then just charges the cell up on a on you know a, a mitochondrial level. So it's great for um, inducing, you know, like a very natural, clean energy. It's people use it as a um, an alternative to coffee, and it doesn't give you that spike, that caffeine spike, and then the crash. It's a very clean, natural energy that's consistent from the time you take it and throughout the day. Really, it's it's an amazing natural stimulant. It, you can use it as a pre workout. You can use it as um, you know, just a, a get me up in the morning. It's, it's got, you know, you, you, you can literally talk for hours and that's not an exaggeration on the benefits of Shilajit, its history of use. And uh, I definitely believe that it is the best uh, herbal ingredient supplement or just herb or adaptogenic nootropic herb, you know, in existence. Amazing. And tell us about the phytoplankton. Sure. So the phytoplankton is a, it's a, it's a well, the, the phytoplankton itself is a species of microalgae. It's a, um, it's a single cell organism. There's loads of different species of phytoplankton. Um, there is a, it's a, there's um, a very specific strain, which which um, is best for human consumption called Nanochloropsis gadgetana. And the, the thing about phytoplankton, because it's this single cell organism, it's about several times smaller than our blood cells or red blood cells. So what that enables it to do is, again, it just bypasses the whole, um, the whole metabolic pathways of the liver, et cetera, et cetera, where it then just gets absorbed. Again, you're, you're finding that there's a common theme here to do with bioavailability and absorbability of the products that I sell, you absorb it at a cellular level, it goes directly into the cells. And the like phytoplankton is pretty much if you could have one food, if you were stranded on a desert island, and all you would consume was phytoplankton, it would give you everything you would need from um, essential amino acids, essential, essential fatty acids, vitamins, minerals, it's got rare antioxidants such as superoxide dismutase, um, it's got chlorophyll, so it allows you to absorb photons and electrons. Uh, it works on a quantum level. It works on the non-physical level where you start getting into the realm of, you know, light of how do we actually charge ourselves uh, from a bioelectrical perspective. And uh, 
it's 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 an amazing supplement Kate. it's again if you were the the benefit of having phytoplankton is that you can give it to someone who may have you know digestive issues that can't necessarily break down food or not just break down the food but then actually absorb the food they they might not have the enzymes necessary to break it down and then they might not even be able to absorb the nutrients within it whereas the phytoplankton you know you're getting this whole food superfood that you can absorb directly into your system you're getting everything that you need for your cells to to not just uh, be healthy, but then also to create new cells. So you can literally just live off phytoplankton if you wanted to. And if people haven't used it before, how do you recommend that they consume it? What's your favorite ways to enjoy it? I mean, it's probably best um, taken in just you just mix it with some filtered water it's 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 it, for people that are listening to this you're probably you're probably very familiar with like chlorella and spirulina which are other forms of algae it's very much like that it has a similar taste profile to that so you could just mix it with water have it by itself or you can mix it into you know your favorite green smoothie you can mix it into whatever it is that you wish it has i mean i'm not i'm not i'm not going to big it up too much in the taste department because it's it's not the best tasting thing that you can have but it's um over time it does actually become very refreshing it's very nice on like a real hot day if you're like working out or if you're doing some form of physical activity just to have you know have a fresh uh phytoplankton shake it's, it it can be it can be very revitalizing and then the other one you mentioned was buddha gold tell us about that Yes. So the Buddha gold is, well, first it's a reishi supplement. So I'm sure people are familiar with reishi mushrooms. Uh, it's the most revered adaptogenic nootropic herb and medicinal mushroom, well, well researched medicinal mushroom in existence. You know, it's been used for thousands of years over in um, Asia and um, well, ancient Asia, you could say. And uh, what the Buddha gold is, is that it's a very potent spore extract oil. So when you normally buy reishi, you would you either buy the raw powder by itself or you would buy an extracted powder, which is going to be probably, you know, like a 10 or 20 to one extract. So with the Buddha gold, um, it is to really simplify this it's essentially a hundred to one extract so with with the reishi mushroom most of the nutritional constituents or the essence of its medicinal purpose and use comes from the actual spores of the mushroom which is like a brown powder that that begin to uh, congregate onto the top of the reishi mushroom while it's growing uh it takes about um 100 kilograms of reishi the fruiting body of the reishi to create one kg one kilogram of reishi spores and then to further that it takes somewhere around 20 kilograms of reishi spores to create one kilogram of the reishi spore oil so it kind of gives you an idea of how concentrated this is so one of the main medicinal uh, properties or um, medicinal constituents of reishi would be the triterpenes. Um, it has um, a species exclusive triterpenes such as ganoderic acid. Uh, the triterpenes that you would normally find in a normal cup of reishi extract coffee, you're probably looking at around 20 to 30 milligrams of triterpenes. Uh, with the reishi 
spore oil with the Buddha gold per serving, you're getting close to 300 milligrams of uh, triterpenes. So it just gives you a bit, a bit of insight into how strong this stuff is. Uh, it's, it's, you know, I'm not just saying this because it's my product. It's pretty much the strongest, most potent medicinal mushroom supplement on the market by far. Like any, even if you're going to get like um, your tinctures, your, your, your mushroom tinctures from any other brand, they're all going to be 10 to 20 to one extract. Whereas this is just in a different stratosphere. This is in a different dimension. This is a completely different supplement and it has you know it has some very profound effects you know you take it and it almost gives you like a very mild high uh with without it being psychoactive or anything like that it's it's a very it's a very natural clean high that it gives you and it's great for um well it's again as an adaptogen it, it adapts to the body so if if you're in a time of stress then obviously it will, it will work with you to lower the stress. If you're needing more energy, it will give you more energy. So I like to use it before meditation. I like to use it before bed, but I also like to use it, you know, as a, if I'm needing a little bit of energy when it comes to doing, you know, if I need, if I need, if I've got something where I need to do a lot of writing or a lot of work, where I need to use a lot of cognitive energy, um, then it will help me and assist me with that. And then it also helped me if I need to work, if do a workout, you can almost have it as a little bit of a pre-workout kit as well. It's uh it's an amazing all-round, uh, all-rounder supplement. Brilliant. And so there's two things that, you know, as well as having a great product selection, there's two things that really distinguish what you're doing. Um, so tell us about Detail. Is that how you say it? Detail? The yeah, detail so, yeah, Didal is the way that you would pronounce it. So. <laughs> Yeah, I, I trust that. I, I had the same issue. I was walking around saying detail for ages and then I got correct. Yeah, Didao. So Didao is a um, is a concept within traditional Chinese medicine where uh, you where they source the herb from its spiritual homeland. Now, that might not necessarily mean much to everyone. I To kind of bring this into, to relate this into something that people might understand, I'm sure a lot of your listeners are familiar with the new science of epigenetics in regards to how the environment affects genetic expression on a biological, physiological level. Well, this is also mirrored in the plant kingdom as well, in that there seems to be specific regions of the planet, very specific regions, almost down to a pinpoint, uh, where the land itself from, you know, the, the local environment to the, um, to the microorganisms and bacteria that are in the soil, to the, to the wildlife that is in the surrounding area, the actual resonance of the area, the, the subtle energetic uh, resonance of the area, they, it, it creates the perfect environment to allow the herbs to grow and, um, well, grow into their, into their utmost genetic potential. So when you die down, source these specific uh, ingredients, you know that you're getting, so again, this, this is something that's been done for thousands of years. So there's a lot of anecdotal um, evidence for this. Uh, which just over thousands of years, they've really fine-tuned the, the location or the sourcing locations of specific ingredients. So for reishi, for example, um, the, the believed Daidao sourcing location is in Wuyishan, in the, what's called the Wuyi Mountains. Mm. Uh, and funnily enough, um, 
there's uh, the lore of a ancient Taoist sage. His name was Peng Zhu, and he lived in the Wu. He, he, well, he he had a, he spent a lot of his life in the the Wu Yi Mountains, and he lived uh, for you know uh, he was a centurion and beyond. And when people asked him like, how did he live this long? And he, you know, one of the answers that he gave is that he just lived off Rishi. He just lived off Rishi teas, and um, it's it's very it's it's very interesting that when you start to look into you know Rishi and the effects that it has, it can it can increase longevity. And when you're when you're sourcing it from these specific areas, it just seems to add an extra dimension to the herb itself. But again, that's just an example. So all of the ingredients that I use within the formulas that I've created, be that in the Fuel of the Gods range, which is my own personal formulations, or the Transcended Herbs range, which is individual herbs just sold by themselves, um, I've gone you know, above and beyond in order to source the highest grade, superior quality herbs that you can get. Mm. And then the other thing which I'm really intrigued by is this concept of prana charged. So tell us all about that. Sure thing. So the prana charge uh, come sort of really originated from my interest in, you know, spiritual uh, spiritual concepts into quantum physics, into understanding what subtle energy is, into understanding we have this physical aspect you know, that we, that we identify as, but then we also have this non-physical aspect of ourselves that, you know, we, for, for a very long time, we've been very disconnected from, but we're entering a new, new age, a bit of a cliche term, we're entering a new age where this other aspect of ourself is becoming much more apparent in the way that it interacts with our, you know, our existence. And, uh, I, I was very interested in a young age from within, um, yeah, quantum physics and learning about these different um, energy technologies. And one one guy that really caught my interest uh, was a guy named Wilhelm Reich, who was a protege to Sigmund Freud, um, the famous psychoanalyticist. And he, uh, what Wilhelm Reich was, was a polymath in that he was just, you know, really dialed in and clued up on a lot of subjects. And he did a lot of work um, both in the psychological realm, but also in regards to just tapping into what um, Sigmund Freud referred to as the libido or this sort of life force energy. And Wilhelm took that work to another level and he created something called an organ accumulator, which was this big phone box looking like contraption that people would sit in and it would miraculously cure them of all of their illnesses and misalignments and you know just health conditions. Uh, I won't go into detail in regards to what the actual, how he actually built the machine, but essentially what it did was accumulated what he referred to as um, organ. And this organ, if you, if you look throughout the science of organ and just throughout the history of different esoteric secret societies or mystical traditions, they all have different names for this life force energy. Some call it prana over in India, you've got chi over in uh, Asia. You've got real, which was in Europe, in Germany. You've got mano in the Polynesian islands. You've got all of these different names that we now, you know, some of us now call it zero point energy. Essentially, it's this life force energy. It's this glue that holds the subtle energetic world or the non-physical realm together. And um, in now that we're in the 21st century, there is machines that allow you to tap into this, uh, into this energy. 
And basically what the prana charge process is, is that I have a range of different quantum energy uh, technologies and machines that allow me to infuse this energy, which actually generates this energy and infuses it to specific, or I should say it pulses it out. Uh, I can tune it to specific frequencies. Specific frequencies then hold an informational field or that, that when interacting with our consciousness, when interacting with the human biofield, the, the, the human informational field, it can have these subtle changes to, you know, both a physical, mental and spiritual level of our being. And then as well as infusing these energies into the products, it also, another sort of effect that it has is that it restructures the water molecules within the product itself. So again, this is another rabbit hole for people to go and explore to do with the fourth phase of water, structured water, um, the consciousness of water, the memory of water. And essentially what you're doing is imprinting this energy and restructuring the water molecules that allow a greater um, capacity to hold energy, to hold life force energy and to make it more accessible. So when you're taking the products uh, that we have here at Primal Alchemy, you're not just getting, you know, your physical macro micro nutrients that you would do from a normal superfood. You're also getting the non-physical nutrients, you could say, uh, which is going to fuel the light body. It's going to fuel the astral body. It's going to fuel the spiritual body. So, you know, there's a, for anyone, for anyone that's listening that goes to the gym a lot, there's a common phrase in the gym is in like, did you skip leg day? Like you only train half, why would you only train half your body? You're so, you know, you're so focused on training your upper body and you leave your, you know, stick legs. Uh, you can also look at this. You can also zoom that perspective out more and be like, why would you only ever take care of, you know, half of your being? You're only taking care of the physical aspect of your being. And you have this other, if you could argue, way more important aspect of your being, yeah. uh, the spiritual aspect. And it's this, when you're when you're consuming foods, we normally consume foods looking at, you know, macro micronutrients. And we don't actually think about the resonance of the food. We don't actually think about the actual spirit of the food, the memory of the food. You've got to remember that everything, a point I would like to make uh, regarding herbs, uh, regarding food, like everything in this universe everything in existence is alive you know these herbs are sentient beings they're sentient intelligences they are they are aware they have their informal consciousness because they're not we perceive them to not be on the level that we're at doesn't mean that they're not intelligent and when you interact with these plants on that level when you start to get the the spirit this you start to introduce the spiritual aspect into it, then, you know, you can see some very significant shifts in, in the results that you're getting from um, the supplements that you're taking for whatever, whatever health goal that you're taking it for, be it physical or mental or now spiritual. Mm, very beautifully put. Thank you. Well, just tell us why 432 four, specifically, what's special about 432? Yeah, so the four four three two four hundred and thirty two hertz is a um, it's a sacred number. It's a processional number. Uh, that term might not mean much to anyone. Uh, essentially, you know, not not as Pythagor as Pythagoras knew, and as all of the ancient adepts of you know the Vedic valleys to Arabia to Greece, the Romans and be and go far back into prehistory, which again is another rabbit hole. They understood the importance of number, of, 
of resonance of vibration and 432 is a is a very it's well it's it's the harmonic resonance of the universe so the om chants that people are very familiar with within within buddhist traditions um the om chant is actually the resonance of 432 hertz so this is a I I have a base charge on all of the products of 432 hertz, and this is just a good all-round resonance that will just bring you back into dynamic balance and bring you back into uh, harmony with the living systems that you're operating with on a day-to-day -day basis. Mm. Brilliant, Chris. Thank you so much. You've spoken so articulately on things that are sometimes hard to articulate. So I hope that our, our listeners have found that intriguing and uh, motivated to explore some of your range and yeah, look forward to uh, doing the same myself. I appreciate you having me on Kate. And of course, if anyone uh, that's listening wants to have, you know, wants any more information that they can't find on your website or mine, they're more than welcome to contact me directly and I'll be more than happy to, uh, you know, walk them through step by step on any product that, you know, they, they, they may be being drawn to intuitively, but just need a few answers just to, uh, just to finalize their decision. Lovely. Thank you so much, Chris. You're welcome, Kate. Cheers, guys. Thank you for listening. You can check out the products we've been talking about by visiting Royal Living, RoyalLiving.eu. If you haven't got uh, an account already, sign up for an account. You get £5 off your first order. And uh, you can also hear more of my interviews over on capemagic.com. Please subscribe and rate the podcast. It really helps. And yeah, thank you. See you next time.